I'm Stephen DeBose, the director of script competitions at the Austin Film Festival, and I spoke with Wendy Wilkins about growing up with comedy, what it was like placing the competitions, and her experience at the festival. Wendy Wilkins is an award-winning screenwriter, filmmaker, and comedian from the rural area of upstate New York. Her pilot, Hometown, was a 2018 Austin Film Festival second rounder. Uh, let's get started. I want to talk about a little about you and your background. How long have you been writing? Well, I um, I sort of started writing when I was about 10. My dad, um, he I couldn't get to sleep. And I had trouble falling asleep. And my dad goes, you know what? Just start writing stories in your head. And, uh, and then before you know it, you'll fall asleep. And literally that night, I fell right to sleep. And so then the next night, I'm super excited about going to bed because I wanted to continue writing my story in my head. So it just sort of snowballed from there. And I started to write them on, you know, my notebook paper <laughs> after school and stuff like that. And then, so, and then I saw the TV show, Staying Elsewhere. And that just changed my life because I realized you could do that for a living. You can write um, stories and make people laugh and then make them cry. And that's everything I wanted to do in life. So from that moment on, I knew I wanted to work in television and I knew eventually I would one day want to be a TV writer. So I just sort of went that way. I had no idea how to do it. I didn't know anybody because I was in upstate New York in the Binghamton area. <laughs> and uh, there's not a lot of that around there. So I did whatever I could. And my dad got me like an internship at 15 because he worked at the cable company. So I got this weird kind of newspaper public access internship <laughs> uh, when I was 15. And then I went to community college and then did a lot of extra stuff beyond schoolwork, you know, just like making short films and music videos and um, little things here and there, and everybody working on everybody's projects. And then went to uh, what I like to call sleepaway college. You know, we just went to the university. <laughs> I went to uh, SUNY New Paltz in upstate New York. And they, besides uh, getting a communications degree, because um, they didn't, they had a film minor, but the, the year I went in, the film teacher, whoever was doing it, left. So then that minor went away. So I just was like, what am I supposed to do? But they had a campus television station. So I first day there, I went and joined. And within um, a month, I, was, I pitched a TV show, a drama show based on the campus. And I ended up shooting. I was there for um, two years. And I ended up shooting four episodes one a semester and it's still the only drama show that that t television station has ever had <laughs> and it was called last years it was rough you know it's like anything you start off at the beginning it's very like you don't know what you're doing and it's really long-winded and everything but by the fourth episode i'd really gotten my crap together and I, I got it i had a really decent episode i really loved it so but then um, I was going to move to New York, and then uh, my friend, uh, I couldn't find a roommate because all my friends were just going to move back in with their parents because they're all from the city. And then my friend's like, well, I need a roommate in L.A. And then I came to L.A., and I haven't left. I've been here 27 years um, to keep the, keep the lights on. I've worked television production. Um, besides working in production offices, I've worked in writer's offices, and I've worked in background. I've done acting because I'm also a stand-up. I've also been doing stand-up for as long as I've been uh, out here in L.A. trying to pursue being a TV writer. So... I've uh, combined a lot, a lot of things that I do well, and that's this is that's the great thing about LA is 
everything that I wanted to do, there's an opportunity for me to do it here, whether it's writing and stand up or acting, directing, uh, producing. And so I've been able to like kind of mingle all of those things together and uh, over the 27 years. Um, but more recently in the last 10, 15 years, solely, um, not solely, but major concentration on writing, writing television scripts and also feature scripts. And then um, just this last year, I'd taken a big break from stand-up. And my joke is I fell in love and I ruined my act. And it did for a big part of it. <laughs> but the other part was that the comedy scene in itself wasn't, I had gone, you know, 15 years straight working and then my friends and other people I knew were getting opportunities. I wasn't, so it wasn't really clicking for me anymore. So I was like, Oh, this is a good break. I can just now just concentrate on writing and maybe do some acting and go that way. And I did a bunch of acting and really had time to concentrate on writing, which has paid off now. And, um, but now that I'm divorced, I'm back. So, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm telling you the richness of coming back to stand up one, it's age. I don't really give a crap anymore. So I'm not worried about getting repped. I'm not worried about getting a special. I'm not worried about getting a job as a stand up. All I want to do is become the best joke writer and tell stories that, and tell jokes that affect people from the microphone. And that's exactly what I want to do with my writing too. So how does that affect your writing now? How's that impacted it? It has really sharpened me as both a performer and as a scriptwriter. When I was just doing writing, I would still come up with jokes. I just would put them in my scripts. And for the most part they work, but you gotta kill you know, you gotta kill your babies if you've heard that term before. Everybody in every writer's room is like kill the babies. And we all do that in script writing too going back and performing has made me so much sharper and so much quicker when I go to the page to be like, Oh, that joke's not going to work or I need to recraft it or that story won't work or that description won't work. It really, cause you only have very precious amount of time on stage. When I do open mics, it's three minutes or five minutes and sometimes it's seven minutes or eight minutes, but rarely it's anything other than that. So you really have to get a lot in in a short amount of time. So you can't, you can't be fluffy with anything. And because of that, that has made my writing so much more of a quicker read and so much more deft and shortened and, and right to the point, but still have the poet poetry that you're supposed to have with both writing and stand up. And it really has like, elevated me in a way I never thought it would. And I'm so glad that I went back to it. I'm so glad that I'm there working it because not only is my brain constantly working on jokes, but then when I hit switch over to write, which I do every day, both days, I carve out time for stand up and I carve out time for my script writing. It then, and I usually try to do stand up for the comedy first before I go to the writing, because as soon as I go there, I still have that, like that, that, and, that brain, that comedy brain that completely gets me focused into the script, whether I'm writing a comedy or a drama or a sci-fi or a dramedy. It's just, it's incredible how both those things work together and they're working two different sides of my brain. And, uh, I love it. I love it. I'm just like, I'm in love with stand up and I love my writing. I've always loved writing, but I've like, I've like fallen back in love with my writing in a way that I hadn't been before. 
And it's just, it's, it's like an incredible time right now for me. That's awesome. I like that. I like it a lot. You know, every writer's got their process and every writer has, is constantly learning new ways to, to refine that process and to, to get their, be as tight and economical as they can with their writing. And so people that do things like stand up or write poetry or do slam poetry or just do something outside of their writing to kind of help them get that writer's brain even more refined. It's it's always fascinating to hear everybody's process because it's always different, you know. And so with with regard to that, how what drew you to the competitions at uh, at AFF? Well, AFF's always been in the top, you know, it's always listed in the top 10 of screenwriting competitions. And I've known about I it's funny cuz Mondays are my day when I go through, I have, I'm very much a Virgo and I track everything. And so uh, I have my uh, script competition list and it's all the competitions that I've entered for the year. And I check the dates to see if any uh, have announced for the day and to see where I've gotten, if I haven't gotten an email. And, and then I look through all the other emails that I've gotten about competitions and I see which ones I want to enter. And so I put them on my list and I just keep track of it all. And it's gone back down to, I think I started entering in 1998. So I have lists all the way back to 1998. And from the earliest time, AFF was on my radar. And it was always one of those that in just reading like what you guys were about and what the competition is about, about promoting writers, about getting them out there to the world, uh, writers that other people wouldn't have known. Um, and, you know, I was entering even before there was a website, even before there was the internet. <laughs> and that really was like the only way you could get yourself out there because if you, no one knew you, you, you needed to at least get something, some cachet out there. And it just has always been promoting and supporting writers in a way that some of the other competitions that you can tell when the competitions are just about generating money for the people who are running the competitions and not necessarily about promoting writers and getting, getting their stuff out there. And even the ones that I've placed in and they said, Oh, we're going to get them out to 200 or 400 production companies, your log line and really work. It's, it's, it's wonderful that they get it out there, but most of the time you don't ever hear from them again. And that's the other thing that AFF does is that they are constantly always keeping you involved and always saying, Hey, we know you, there's a lot of you and we're, but we have your back and we're constantly trying to help everybody's career. And we want to make everybody the best writer they can be. So we, you guys are always trying to improve yourself and always trying to improve the lives of writers, especially writers who no one knows or, you know, no one has representation or, you know, people in the middle of nowhere who have no opportunities to get their stuff to anything. So it's just, it's such an honor to not only be part of it, to be invited in, but it's also an honor to enter it because I know that my money is not just going to support somebody's lifestyle. It's actually going to support writing and writers. And I can't thank you guys enough for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what what made you decide to come to the festival? Well, <laughs> it's, uh, I've, uh, I dated somebody who lived in Austin, and I'd gone to Austin a bunch of times. And so I had fallen in love with Austin more than I fell in love with the, the dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but beyond that, 
uh, beyond Austin being like one of the coolest cities in the country, there was such a focus on having um, a whole weekend that's just dedicated to writers learning how to be better writers. That in itself was worth any amount of money that I could get. And I might have gone on my own if I hadn't been in there, but the extra incentive of being a second rounder and then being in this, and it's not an exclusive club, you guys. That's like not even anything that you guys are about. It's because everybody was there, even people that hadn't uh, made second round or whatever. But it was just so wonderful to be there and you just standing in line, you just turn to uh, the person in front of you and behind you and you introduce yourself and you start talking about your scripts. And then you go sit down in these panels and you meet other people who sit next to you. And then it's just being in a room full of people that are like you. That's hard to do. No, rarely do you ever get that is being in a room full of people who just want to learn how to be better writers and just want you to be in in the world with them and it's just so inspiring and also like so motivating because you all there's no there's no pretension everybody just wants everybody to to be a part of it I don't know if I'm articulating correctly but I just I love the idea of just being in a whole weekend four days filled with panels and seminars and um Q and A's about writing just about television and script writing and feature writing and any kind of writing that has to deal with our medium and then just being a part of it and just learning and being with like minds. Cause you, you don't get that enough in, in the world. There's just too many things going on at the time. And to be able to just go sit in a room with a bunch of people that are just like you, it, it feels great. But just like you in the sense of your writers, but, uh, such a variety of backgrounds and such a variety of interests and and scripts and ideas. And I will say this, the other thing was when I called to be like, hey, I've never come to the festival. What should I do? You are the one I talked to and you, <laughs> oh my God, you spent 45 minutes on the phone with me and you were just, so, you answered every question I had and then you just were so, I could tell you can always tell when someone works for an organization that not only do they love, but the organization loves them and appreciates them in a way that maybe they've never been appreciated in their life. And that came through in your voice and your passion and how you, how you, it not sold the, the festival on me. That's not at all what it is, but how you elevated it and promoted it in such a, because it's such a personal thing for you because you also have been part of the festival. So you know firsthand. And it was just, I caught, I caught the fever and the fever that I, I got from you. And I, I was just so like, I was like blown away. I was so grateful that I had gotten you <laughs> on the phone. I'm sure there, everybody else is like that too, but like, just hearing hearing it in your voice is just incredible. Oh, I I appreciate that. And you know, again, like you said, it's it's something that you can tell when somebody's passionate about. And for me, uh, I you know, like you, I'm a writer coming to the festival, and I get excited about being around other writers and the panels and the information and the networking and just the camaraderie that you you get at the festival. You know, it's for me, it's just something you don't always find uh, at different festivals or events around the country. So, you know, talking with somebody like you that's excited about writing and wants to just learn more and write more and create more, uh, that, you know, that gets my blood pumping too. So, so thank you. 
Um, You're welcome, man. Was there was there anything unexpected or surprising that you found when you got to the festival? Uh, you know what? I think it was how open and nice and sweet everybody was. And I, you know, I've uh, I've been on the film festival circuit, and people are you know great there too. Um, but there there comes a little bit more of an ego when I'm part of the film festivals. And it, it didn't, I didn't feel that at all. And there wasn't any ego. Um, even the people that were like semifinals and finalists or winners, it was, no, we're all the same. We're all writers. And it doesn't matter. I won this award, but maybe you'll win another award or a different thing. Like the, the lack of that kind of pretension. And, you know, I live in a town full of pretentious people. And to have that, there's a lot that aren't. There's a lot, there's a lot of wonderful people in LA that aren't pretentious. But there is a lot that are. So to be, have a whole weekend fill, filled with egoless people, um, but it, people able to like tell their script in a way that didn't sound you know, like they're jerks, you know, like they're trying to make more of themselves. It was, it was, that was the most surprising thing because I, I thought I really was going to run up against a, a few people just trying to blow their own horns, but I didn't. Everybody was super nice and great. And, and maybe that's partly because it's Austin and that's the attitude that Austin has. Was there anything that you left with creatively to kind of inspire you or spark any new ideas on your with your work or your, your creative journey? Absolutely. I had written a feature that was a very personal feature right before I went there. And it actually was about, there's a big chunk about it, about Austin, set in Austin. And I realized that in the landscape that we are right now, it, it was more of an indie film from the 90s feel than I had in it. So it, it really, I don't remember the seminar or the, uh, the panel that I was on, but I was like, oh, okay. I can still tell the story, but I need to tell it in a different way. And it's, it's those kind of things where you're like, oh, oh, I can sharpen that if I do this. Or, oh, you know what? I need to invest time in maybe a show Bible or a few episodes or this kind of thing, or I need to refocus. So it was like little bits here and there, depending on like what panel I had. But it, it, it definitely was like, oh, this is going to definitely make you a better writer. And this is going to definitely be able to sell your script better, yeah, you know, out there and get your scripts out there and notice more in the competitions or, you know, in people that are reading your stuff. So um, there was a lot of little things that it just sort of like was like got inside me and was like, it made me like, I want to run home and write. I just want to write. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's the same feeling I get every time I leave it too. At the end of the fest, you start to yeah. get that kind yeah. of uh, that anxiousness to go home immediately and just start writing and writing and banging out work. <laughs> right. It's so funny because you, you everybody you have your notebooks and you take notes on every one of you know every one of those panels and seminars that you go to and and then um, you know you have it fresh in your head and then you're away from it for a while and you have to go back and like look at it and study like you did you know when you were in school. But those those notes are so precious. It's so wonderful that I can like when I go to a new draft, I just go and I read through them all. And even though my notes are more general because of the panels or anything, it still like helps tremendously for to get my brain in a space that I need in order to tackle the the next draft or the new draft or whatever. And it's just incredible information. It, it, I agree. 
I agree. Um, is there, with all that said, is there any big takeaway or uh, anything like that that you that you left with or that you'd like to leave anybody listening with? Yeah. It's that I am a good writer and I could be better. And being better is not a struggle. It's a privilege. And to keep learning to be a better writer and the festivals like you guys have and the Writers Weekend, it just it just filled me with so much hope that even though I'm older now and I still have struggled with trying to get noticed is that there's no age limit at all with being discovered as a good writer. And it just, it just means you got to keep going. And it just filled me with so much more energy to continue and not give up. Cause I did almost give up right before, not right before the year before I sort of just, thought I was done. And then I had a few signs, including becoming a second rounder in Austin Film Festival that said, no, 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 you don't, you can't give up right now. You're just beginning to get into the second part of your writing. And this is the most important part. So I, uh, I am just grateful because it has now instilled a new energy in me that's going to last me the rest of my life. Go to AustinFilmFestival.com for information about the script competitions and to buy your batch today. 